0: Hey, my name is Dominique St-Pierre and you're listening to Go! Podcast. Today I will tell a story about when one of my Go! services got C Sharpify and also a couple of things that you might want to not bring with you when uh, when writing Go! Hello, Gophers! So yeah, let's uh, let's go with another episode. I want to quickly talk about a... Small Reddit post that I uh, I I tried to uh, to start for uh, the topic of this episode, and uh, it did not went well. So I had to change the topic. But I I, I still think my idea is good. Maybe it was uh, it was poorly explained. Um, I want to do an episode on uh you know having multiple people saying you know what they. If they if they could go back in time, if you will, and talk to themselves at the beginning of the project that they are currently working on, or any any kind of of longer project that uh, that you worked on, what would be one advice that you would give you if you if you could? So I think I think it would be uh, it would be a nice experiment to. Uh, to talk about that so i i got a couple of of answers but uh, for some reason the the post uh, the post did, did not resonate so uh, i i would still want to have at least 10 uh, you know 10 advice uh so if you have anything like that you may you may reach reach out to me directly uh on twitter or my email my email is very simple it's my name without the dash on uh, saint pierre so at gmail.com. So uh you can reach out directly if you want. So so yeah, I would still I would t- still like to do uh, to do th- this episode. Okay, so th- let's go back to the main topic. Or at least let's start on the main topic. So well yeah, just before we start, uh I want I want to start doing uh more historical uh experience on, on, on the podcast. So what I mean by that is I'd like to share a little bit more of the personal experiences that I had so far. Um, so I, yeah, I will try something. So I'm, I'm thinking of doing maybe, you know, each two episodes. So I'm posting mostly... Uh, at each two weeks and uh so let, let's say twice per month so one of those episodes will uh will have a little bit more personal experiences in there Um yeah i uh, i kind of talked about that a little bit uh, on the last episode and i got some uh, some nice ca- comments so i think uh, people like to hear about uh well you know not failure but you know difficult uh real world stories about uh about how things uh go you know we, we you are not alone I am not alone we we are mostly all doing the same thing and at the end of the day then I guess we are mostly experience experiencing all you know almost the same things Today we will talk about a couple of things that might not translate well. To go when when getting started with the language, and especially if you are coming uh, from a language with lots of design patterns like uh, C sharp and Java, for example. So I I am coming from a long C sharp uh, background. I started coded uh, professionally in C sharp in two thousand one, uh, exactly when the .NET framework. Uh, was, was launched the first version and uh there is a lot of things i would say i would say it like that uh, there is a lot of things that make sense in those languages that do not really translate well in my opinion in go um it's not it's not like you cannot do those things and i'm talking about you know the gang of four patterns uh, mostly related to object oriented but not entirely, so it, it's still it's still it's still not only applying to OP, but still a couple of a couple of those uh, of those things which in in the enterprise world are you know well established, if I can say that and uh, and they are they are the norm or they are the standard. So I'm I'm not talking. You know I'm I'm not saying that you should forget everything. I I certainly didn't. Um, I'm I'm saying. Well, first of all, the first thing I will say is, just just try to look at the idiomatic go first when when coming to go. Uh, try to absorb ab- absorb. Uh, how things are are done because they will they will be they will be different and it's not necessarily that the you know the patterns are not feasible or possible they they are, you know they are still they are they are still possible to implement the thing is the code that will output will will not not be as maintainable and as simple as idiomatic go and let me give you a couple of example for that with my current uh, consulting uh, contract uh they hired another company to uh, to do a a small update of a go web services that i that i wrote so the the, cert, the you know it was, it was calling a service, a services that, uh, Trudio was, uh, was discarding. It was the fax, uh, service. And, uh, yeah, I, I did not add time to, uh, to, to did that. So they hired a company, but they, they did not add any, any co, uh, really experience and whatnot, but they, they were, they were very, uh, you know, capable of doing .NET. So that, that was, the, that was their main, uh, their main thing. And, and to be frank uh there were just not much go developers available in in montreal uh, canada at that time um so the company went ahead and they they basically needed to change a a third-party api so it you know at the end of the day it's it's uh it's not it's not a huge refactoring that that was ne- needed um but yeah the, the programmer that worked on that uh, added a couple of patterns uh, here and there. So for example, the, the builder pattern, for example. So now there were, you know, there were chain function all over the place. And in my personal opinion, when a, lines, a line of code ends with a period, and there is a function call on the next line and, and another and this line and with a period and and you know chaining function like that i i don't like that at all i mean it's not it's not readable um it also does not really fit with go's error handling in my opinion um so what what if you know what if you have a chain of, of four command or function uh, and one of those needs to report an error or or, or or anything like that. So I mean, it it's just it's just you're not used to see that. To be frank, and and yes, it's possible to do that. It's the, the builder pattern is possible to implement and Go, but in my humble opinion, it doesn't produce very well readable code and idiomatic Go. Another pattern that was implemented was um, their, their responsibility. Well, I don't. I don't even remember what what it was. But basically, a function implementation, uh, you know, needs to call something else. So a little bit similar to what Go HTTP handler are, in fact. But then the implementation is is not. It's not done properly with with the good usage of go's interfaces and uh, and and that that's mainly that's mainly my my issue to everyone not not you know not just for c sharp and java developer that that are coming to go so anyone anyone that that wants to test this this language just at first i would i would i would recommend just just write the code without anything just just write the most simplest code that that you that you can think of and learn to use go's pattern because there there is design pattern in go i mean the error handling is is a design pattern of course the you know the context package in go is also something that could be considered as a pattern the the way interfaces works and go it's it's a pattern and you can go a long way with the interfaces i mean they are they are beautifully designed um and you can build a really extensible and maintainable application with those um so yeah it's it's not like they they will not work the pattern that you are that that you are using on on those uh object oriented uh pro- language they will work but they will not translate they will not translate into a good readable and maintainable way because when I had to return on the code base to do the review I was uh, uh, you know I was i did not even say anything because i understood i understood i came from c sharp myself as well and you are bringing a lot of of baggage a lot of you know uncle bob uh, old ways of doing things which which were great in c sharp which were great in in those environment but when you are writing a tiny microservices that do have like less than 2000 you know 2 2000 lines of code you don't need you don't need the builder pattern you don't need the repository the responsibility whatever those patterns are you you you, you don't really need them you can do really nice code without without those and one thing that i i think will help New, new develop new go developers build maintainable go code is is to write your test first i still believe that test driven development or, or any kind of of test approach will inevitably makes you write better code and i say that i mean i'm not even using tdd myself all the time it's something that i'm aspiring to do for like 10 or 15 years. I don't know why. I don't know if it's me. I, I don't know what is the exact freaking problem. But yes, this this is something that I'm still having difficulties myself. But I, I really see the value. And I, I think that's why there is so many people that that are advising to do that. But if you are really frank sometimes you just oh, don't have the time the budget is not there i'm i'm working with small companies there there's no excuses i'm i'm not i'm not making excuses i'm just saying that sometimes it it is a fact that when when the company when where you need to do the work does not embrace test it it's a hard sell it, it's just the hard truth of course if the company or organization is is all in on test that that's good. So that's my point. Um, if if you are starting with go just just you know just write your one function at a time and all your errors you are probably building a network service of of some sort and you want your application to be up. You you don't want you don't want your process to terminate. So the the way to do that is to to catch your error key you know handle your error and it it's not you know it's not erlang Elixir where where let it crash and the the system is there's is a supervisor that that will restart your process uh you, you don't want that in go so that that's another thing that's another thing that 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 we will talk about the next segment yeah the la- the last thing that i i'm seeing that people are bringing to go um is mostly related to functional programming so i mean go is not functional don't don't try to make it functional it it will produce dirty code <laughs> if you want to do functional programming there is beautiful languages out out there i mean like i said elixir is great and closure is not bad although it's where you know built on the gvm but it's still, still not bad you know there there is there is option out there uh it's very very hard i mean c sharp c sharp is uh, f sharp uh, is probably you know correct as well if if you are already on the .NET framework um uh, bringing a functional paradigm to a non-functional language is ah, there is a lot of things that that go uh, let us do. So the the first class function we we can we can pass function as argument and things like that. That that's all good, and and this is this is built in. And you you are not you know you are not looking at code and saying oh uh, why wh- why are they doing that, but you know when trying to replicate too many too many things like uh and again I, I return to the chaining of function which which could be could be similar to to what uh, the pipe operator could be in in you know much of functional programming don't get me wrong i i would love i would love to to have a, a pipe operator i'm saying i'm saying that for years on on twitter uh for go uh I, but it's not there i mean and, and until it is if if it, if we ever uh, get that well chaining function is is not a good a good thing I, I this is uh this is not this is not the way the language is is done so i think i think it's worth trying to embrace the language and and you know um there is rust if go if go does not does not feel uh, you know right in terms of its syntax its simple syntax well rust feels a little bit more functional if you will you know with the result uh, the result thing and the pattern matching a little bit you know it's yeah i i i think it's worth embracing the vision of a of a of a language if you are to to use it because people and especially i i think especially in go where yeah simplicity is is probably the the higher value and when when you when you look at multiple code bases you you feel right at home when when the developers are using the idiomatic way of doing things um but yeah it's yeah again it's it's all it's all a question of taste at the end of the day and and if your company decide to to implement uh, lots of lots of things which are not idiomatic and go then then it will work it will work for you i mean it's it's all good as long as uh as you are good with with this um so yeah it's uh it's mostly that i guess not not a good ending of episode I, I don't have anything more to say but uh but yeah let's let's keep this discussion open i i think i i'm you know it's uh it's it's always interesting to to hear about so let me know maybe i'm wrong i'm i'm most certainly wrong of course <laughs> anyways bye all right, that's it for this week. I hope you liked uh, the episode. And again, if you uh, if you can share and talk about the podcast, that would be extremely appreciated. Uh, also, if you want to check my book out, I have a course named Build SaaS App in Go. So it's at buildsasappingo.com. All right, see you in two weeks. Bye.